0: Hello, and welcome to the Think Happy podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Cuevas. I'm a lover of French Rose coffee, golden doodles, and pump-up music. I believe happiness is something we each create for ourselves and that you are in the driver's seat of your own life. Yep, you. Join me each week as we chat with guests about their personal happiness journeys and dive into practices that you can incorporate into your daily life to help you be, well, happier. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Think Happy Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Cuevas, and I am just so happy to be here with you today. Today's episode is filled with so much good stuff, y'all. This might be one that you end up listening to a few times just so you can soak in all of the information I'm going to share with you. We are going to chat about the fifth and final pillar of Think Happy's five signature pillars, which is setting and achieving attainable goals. I love goal setting. Like, I totally love goal setting. It's hard for me to pick a favorite pillar, but right now I just like really feel like this is one of my favorites. And the timing is just so perfect, just with it being the beginning of a new year. And I know there are a lot of you out there who have been thinking about goals and resolutions for 2022. Actually, uh, just a couple episodes ago, I shared my 2022 resolutions with you guys. So if you haven't tuned into that one yet, just go give it a listen. That is episode 16. But before we dive into setting and achieving attainable goals, I have a few Think Happy Co. announcements for you. First and foremost, we are about a week and a half into the Be The Best You 30-Day Challenge. And I just want to give a big, loving shout out to all of the challengers. You guys are doing great, and I am loving starting the year out with you guys. And just keep up your awesome work and huge, mega, ginormous cheers to you guys. Next up, at the time of this recording, I have three remaining spots open to start one-on-one life and wellness coaching with me in February. So question for you. Do you want to live life thriving, not just surviving? Do you want to feel accomplished at the end of your day? Do you want to enjoy downtime with your family and friends? Do you want to leave your phone in the other room and not feel like you've lost a limb? Do you want your life And do you want it back on your terms? Guys, let's get you back in the driver's seat of your life. Think Happy's one-on-one coaching program is designed to help you reclaim your life and to teach you methods and practices that you can continue incorporating into your life long after the program is completed. For all of the information, and to apply for one of the spots, head to thinkhappyco.com backslash coaching, or just click the link in my Instagram bio, and there will be um, something that you can click there for all of the information. And if you just forget both of those, just send me a DM on Instagram, and I would be more than happy to point you in the right direction. Okie dokie. As I said today it's time to dive in to episode or to pillar five of Think Happy's five signature pillars. So if you are new to the podcast, go check out episodes four, six, eight, and 12 to learn about the first four pillars, which are time management, taking care of your body, taking care of your heart, and loving yourself. And the cool thing is is each pillar leading up to this point actually plays a part in today's pillar of setting and achieving attainable goals. So we'll do a quick recap. <clears throat> Pillar one, time management. It's pretty black and white. If you have set any sort of goal for yourself, you're gonna need to put time into it. Optimizing time management is gonna set you up for success and help you to find the time in your already busy day to work on your goal. Additionally, another aspect of time management that I love talking about is regaining and reallocating your wasted time. The time that you regain can be reallocated toward working on your goals. Pillars two and three. So taking care of your body and taking care of your heart. Uh, Prioritizing the well-being of your body and heart is a continuous goal that takes ongoing effort. Life gets in the way and it's easy to push self-care to the back burner. But if you reframe it and look at self-care as a goal you're working toward, it's suddenly more worthy of your time and effort. And then pillar four, loving yourself. When you are taking steps to truly love yourself, it's easier to see the importance of goal setting. If you're able to see the importance of a goal, you're much more likely to follow through. So all of this leads us to today's pillar. Again, pillar five, setting and achieving your attainable goals. So let's start this conversation off by talking about the word attainable, because in my opinion, it's the most important part of this whole pillar. Attainable is defined as possible to achieve. So in order to accomplish your goals, your goal must be one that you can actually achieve. I am all about setting large, huge, enormous goals, but the goal must be something you can actually do and with the necessary effort have a high likelihood of accomplishing. If it's not, then you have immediately set yourself up for failure. Moving forward, each time you set a goal, I want the first thing you do to be asking yourself, is this goal possible to achieve? If yes, carry on, my friend. If no, Halt, do not move forward until you have tweaked the goal to become attainable. Okay, but first I have a question for you. Have you joined the Think Happy Patreon yet? If yes, thank you. If no, why the heck not? You are missing out. Being a Patreon member is only $5 a month and you get super fun benefits, including a monthly bonus episode and access to resources such as journal prompts, meal planning templates, goal setting sheets, all that fun stuff. 100% of Patreon income goes back into this podcast. So if you're enjoying the show, please consider joining. Okay. So part one of this pillar is actually setting your attainable goal. So to do that, we're going to talk about defining your goal. And part of that will be checking for attainability. And inside of defining your goal, we're going to touch on considering your personality and creating your goal to be specific yet flexible. (coughs) Excuse me. So first things first, define your goal. Now, this is the easiest part. So what is your goal? What are you working toward? Is it a promotion at work? Is it losing weight? Is it paying off debt? Is it running a marathon? Whatever it is, define it. And while you're at it, write it down. Okay, so before you move forward, remember, check it for attainability. Is this goal attainable? Is it something you can actually achieve with necessary effort? So for the sake of this conversation, we're going to assume that it is because now we're going to move on to the fun stuff. (coughs) Knowing your personality is an important aspect of knowing how to best set attainable goals for yourself. Are you someone who has a lot of inward accountability, i.e. to yourself and to your conscience, or maybe outward accountability, i.e. to a friend, um, a family member, a boss, or just to other people in your life? Or maybe you're a combination of the two. If you're driven by inward accountability, all you need is to make a commitment to yourself and then you will feel the need to follow through. Examples would be someone who successfully accomplishes New Year's resolutions or someone who trains for a marathon alone. People with inward accountability find it easier to keep promises and commitments they have made to themselves. So on the other hand, if you're driven by outward accountability to follow through on a commitment, it helps to feel like someone is counting on you. Examples of this type of personality are someone who prefers to utilize a running buddy while training for a marathon or someone who works best with a deadline to get things done. People who have outward accountability find it easier to keep promises and commitments they make to a friend or to a coworker, or to a family member. For myself, I know I best respond to inward accountability. Now, I will say that having a dose of outward accountability helps too, but by default, I'm wired as an inward accountability type of gal. Knowing your personality and how you respond to accountability is the first step in setting attainable goals for yourself. So having this foundation will help you to set yourself up for success by defining your approach to your goal. Next up, or so, yeah, next up, we're going to create a goal that is specific yet flexible. That sounds a little contradictory, right? (laughs) But when you're setting an attainable goal, the goal needs to be very specific. I want to lose weight is not specific. How much weight do you want to lose? What's your timeline? If you set a nonspecific goal, again, you have taken your goal out of the attainable category and put it into the unattainable category. Therefore, you're inadvertently setting yourself up to fail, which we do not want. Suppose that at the beginning of February, you say, I want to lose 10 pounds by Easter. This is much more specific. You have defined exactly how much weight you want to lose and have given yourself a date you want to achieve your, da- your weight loss by. Before you even start taking steps toward losing weight, you have already set yourself up for a better chance of success by being specific in what you're trying to accomplish. Attainable goals are specific. Plot twist. Attainable goals are also Flexible. It's Easter day, and you've been eating healthy, moving your body, and actively taking steps toward losing those darn 10 pounds, but you step on the scale, and you've only lost eight so far. You have not failed. I'm going to say that again for our friends who need to hear this loud and clear. You have not failed. Keep on keeping on, and do not even consider stopping. Your goal is flexible, remember? Remember? You're making lifestyle changes and loving on yourself. And frankly, losing 10 pounds is no easy feat. Just because your timeline is off does not give you the excuse to give up on the final two pounds. Keep eating healthy. Keep moving your body. Just keep working on reaching that goal of of losing all 10 pounds. <clears throat> Creating flexibility with your goal allows you to acknowledge that sometimes life happens and things outside of your control are going to get in the way. Be realistic with your expectations and be prepared for the unexpected curve falls that will be thrown your way. Building flexibility into your goals not only allows you grace, but also helps prevent giving into temptations to give up. So attainable goals are specific And flexible. Got it? Good. You've heard me talk about the importance of exercise and how it's essential in taking care of yourself. I preach that the key to having healthy exercise habits is consistency and that one of the best ways to stay consistent is to mix up the types of exercise you do. My routine consists of bar and cycle classes at Motive Fitness and going on runs and walks in my neighborhood. Without a doubt, the classes at Motive are what I look forward to the most. The energy is contagious, the workouts are challenging, the instructors are knowledgeable, and I always leave feeling great. Motive offers a variety of classes, including bar, cycle, jump, yoga, and the newest class, circuit. At one studio, you can incorporate multiple methods. No more wasting your time going to and from studios that only offer yoga or only offer cycle. And guess what? I have a special offer for you. Use code THINKHAPPY, that's one word, for 10% off your next class package or membership package. This code is valid for the memorial location in Houston. Go to MotiveFitness.com, that's M-O-T-I-V, For all class and membership package information and enter code THINKHAPPY at checkout. Okay, guys, part two of this is achieving your attainable goal. This is where we transition into the doing part, the roll up your sleeves part, the let's get to work part. Let's talk about creating your game plan for your goal execution. My favorite method for this is what I like to call the mini-goals approach. I like this approach so much because, first, it helps you to track your progress along the way, and second, it helps to keep you motivated by easily identifying what you've already achieved. (coughs) In a nutshell, the mini-goals method is taking your one big goal, then breaking it down into smaller, more easy-to-achieve goals, i.e., (coughs) mini-goals! We already used weight loss as an example, so I'm going to use exercise for this example. Okay, so let's take running a marathon, which is 26.2 miles. So again, we're back in February. You set a goal to run a marathon. You research marathons that are scheduled for 2022 and pick one that's going to be close to you on October 2nd. So you have set your specific goal to run a marathon on Sunday, October 2nd. Now, to run 26.2 miles is a big, big goal. You cannot just set out for a morning jog one day and check 26.2 miles off of your list without proper, dedicated training. No, you need a training plan. You need mini goals. Your mini goals will be gradually building up mileage until you reach 26.2 miles on race day. So stay with me here as I break this down. There are about 34 weeks between February and October. So you have 34 weeks to build up to 26.2 miles. You literally have 34 mini goals to get you to your ultimate goal. Starting at just one or two miles as mini goal number one and building all the way up to the full 26.2 miles by week 34. This will give you plenty of time to build in flexibility and to be realistic with your training another way of looking at this could be monthly instead of weekly there are eight months between february and october so you could have eight mini goals each goal could be a cumulative mile count that increases month after month again this allows for flexibility but will also help to keep you on track this approach can be used for any type of goal you might have Let's say your goal is to pay off your car in six months. To accomplish this goal, let's just say you need to save $6,000. Your mini goals might be to save $1,000 per month. So in six months, you'll have the $6,000 you need to pay off your car. Not only have you set yourself up for success by creating a series of mini goals to help you reach your ultimate goal, you've also created a system that allows you to measure your progress along the way. You might have 5, 10, 15, or 100 mini-goals that need to be accomplished in order to reach your ultimate goal. What matters is that each time you check off a task, you've accomplished a mini-goal and have given yourself a moral boost. Throughout the journey of accomplishing your goals, you will so appreciate this boost and it will help to keep you motivated. It's in our nature to thrive on the feeling of accomplishment. So set yourself up for success by creating stepping stones to guide you along the way, all the way to your finish line. So today, guys, we have talked about a lot of good stuff. First, making sure your goal is attainable and considering your personality. We talked about making goals specific yet flexible. And finally, we talked about mini goals. I want to leave you with a challenge. And that challenge is to challenge yourself when it comes to goal setting. Our existence is not intended to be mediocre, and living our happiest lives is not defined by kinda doing our best. We're here to do great things and to be the best versions of ourselves. And guess what? There is not one single person on the face of this earth who has the ability to care about what you do with your life as deeply as you do your family, friends, teachers, coaches, none of them can make you awesome. That ball is in your court, my friend, and you've got this. You have so totally got this. So thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to today's episode please do me a quick favor and share this with a friend. And bonus points if you share it on your social media. Tag me if you do. Word of mouth is the best way to grow a podcast and I need your help to do that. So again, thank you so much for being part of the Think Happy community and happy goal setting, friends. Mm -hmm. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Think Happy Podcast. If you just can't get enough, find me on Instagram at thinkhappy underscore co, that's C-O, and online at thinkhappyco.com. See you next week. Yes, yes, yes,